Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Big, big month over at Elkmont Training Company. As you make your way into town for baseball on Sunday, they are open. If you're making your way in town for some softball all weekend long. You know, Clemson, did you notice, Faxon, Clemson was buzzing this weekend. You had softball, you had baseball, you had uh, tennis stuff going on, you had uh, all kinds of, you know, now you get track stuff and you've got um, men's and uh, women's basketball. Men's and women's basketball, both home games. I mean, you got a ton of things over last weekend. So I know they were buzzing over at Elkmont Trading Company. Elkmont has everything you're looking for. Look, the on running shoes, the largest selection of on running shoes, the Birkenstocks, the Van, the Ufos, get those. The Kinder Scott jewelry, love those. And then those names you see everywhere. There's a reason why. Patagonia has been as good as they've been. Viore, uh, Free Fly. I'm a big Free Fly and Z Supply. I love both of those companies. Columbia, Howler. So in the last year, I bought my wife from there. Free Fly, Columbia, and Z Supply stuff. Next on her list is Viore because that stuff looks really cool. They've got a Howler Brothers hat just with a, with a Howler monkey on it that, like, I'd have to have that one. So I love it. Go by Facebook and Instagram and see them. Elkmont Trading Company, E-L-K-M-O-N-T, tradingcompany.com. 153 in Powdersville, just minutes from Greenville, across from Chick-fil-A. And then when you come into Clemson, 93 and 123, one of the neatest stores you'll ever be in, ElkmontTradingCompany.com. To our guest lines, where Dane Young, UGA.Rivals.com, joins us for one of my favorite segments of the, of the week because I get to retread stuff. Good morning, Dane. How you doing, buddy? I'm well, Mickey. Uh, I've been thinking about you, though, because when Georgia brought James Coley back, yeah. you know, we had multiple conversations of your theory that a coach at, at South Carolina in the same role at Georgia, just in terms of recruiting base and access to success, frankly, that Coley and McClendon aren't as good a version at South Carolina as what they can do at Georgia. And that's a bet that Kirby Smart's willing to take, bringing James Coley back to Georgia for his second tenure. It, it, when Del McGee left, we were ready to, to write all the things about there's only one assistant that started with Kirby Smart at Georgia that is on the staff. And then in the shuffle, he, he brings back one of the originals as well with Coley. So there's two original Kirby Smart assistants that are currently on staff, James Coley and then Glenn Schumann. Okay, that's, here's very important thought about that. And, and I go back to my formative days of this. I learned this when Tommy West was at Clemson. Like, and I mentioned this many times on the show now. Like His original staff was Rich Basaccia, who went on to be a head coach in the NFL. Clyde Christensen, offensive coordinator in the NFL. He had uh, Ellis Johnson, went on to be a head coach and was everywhere. He had John Latina, who went to Notre Dame later, was one of the best offensive line coaches in America. He had Miles Aldridge, highly respected guy. Rick Stockstill, uh, Les Heron. He had these, these like a very experienced, and it was a great staff. And then it didn't go well early. Uh, it went okay. Then in the middle part of his tenure, it didn't go well. And as, sec- as those guys started getting great jobs, uh, the second time, his next hires, he was kind of on the hot seat, and his instability hurt him. And so I'm thinking about James Coley. Not only is Georgia a better job than South Carolina, but Kirby Smart's stability in Athens, Georgia, is a lot better than, than Shane Beamer's stability in Columbia. On top of that, guys leaving Kirby to get head coaching jobs and make better, you know, NFL jobs, things on these lines where Beamer didn't have that tree. Like that that stability factor though is huge to me. I mean, obviously Georgia's a better job than South Carolina, but the stability of this thing probably means an awful lot too. You're gonna be you got a lot better chance of working for your coach now and Kirby not leaving to go somewhere else too now. Because that's that's something that you gotta think about. But it just seems to me like from a family standpoint, a lot more stability in Athens and, and I think Coley probably made the best decision. 
Well, and there's two things to think about Coley when it comes to this. One is he keeps getting jobs with a ton of different people. I mean, this guy's been doing this role for a very long time. So he did the second stint with Kirby Smart, Shane Beamer, after they were assistants together, brings him over to South Carolina for a month, had been with Jimbo for a while. Miami is where he really made his reputation. The other piece of this is, how did Brian Windhorst become one of the nation's premier NBA reporters? He happened to be the local reporter when LeBron James was coming up in Cleveland. Right. And so he had that local access, built that relationship, and he's had a tremendous career. I, I really like him. I think he's done a good job. But if that random occurrence does not happen, that LeBron James grows up in Akron, Ohio, and Brian Windhorst is working in Cleveland, then maybe his career is different. I think that's a lot of the case with James Coley, too, that, oh, okay, he coached Andre Johnson in high school. And then you see what goes from there, and all of a sudden you get the reputation in South Florida. Well, you know, Andre did really well with James Coley. Dwayne Bowe, yeah, he did very well with James Coley. Roscoe Parrish, very well with James Coley. Then you start having college recruiters all around getting to know this guy. It it really does work that way sometimes, and he's made a, a great career out of it. Well, we've seen it on, the, on on two different standpoints. So we see it from guys that leave uh, lower programs to go to a better program, and all of a sudden, at one point in time, you say, well, he's a young superstar on a, on a staff that's, that's rising maybe, but then you get the elite blue blood job, and, and well, guess what? You're going to get better players. You're a better coach. On the other side of it, the guys that go down, like we've seen that where, uh, you know, um, a guy like, like Bobo who was at Georgia – takes a head coaching job, then comes back and he's at, at South Carolina Auburn. Well, he's nowhere near as good at South Carolina Auburn. We, we've seen it at, at, at like um, all the South Carolina guys that were at Alabama. I mentioned that before many times now. It's like, boy, the Gamecock fans didn't like that coach, didn't like that coach. Well, uh, Nick Saban, he's just a better coach. And it comes down to one thing. He's got better players. Yeah, yep. that, that's crazy to think about. I was, I interviewed Burton Burns, Clemson's running backs coach, on signing day. They had James Davis as a freshman, and then they signed C.J. Spiller. On signing day, I had him on the air, and he goes – I just became one of the best running back coaches in America today. I know that I've got the same knowledge base I had this morning when I woke up, but today I became a better football coach. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. And, and I can tell you, Georgia State just made an incredible hire with Del McGee. I was going to ask I you about some that. People at, I have some people at Georgia Southern where this is, man, it's such a small world of coaching. Georgia Southern's interim head coach in 2015 when Willie Fritz left for Tulane and did not coach in the bowl game was Del McGee. Del McGee has a head coaching win as an interim head coach at Georgia Southern. I think the first bowl win in program history after they had, had moved up. Del McGee probably should have gotten that job at Georgia Southern. And the reaction that I've had from my contacts down in Statesboro right now thinks that Del McGee going to Georgia State at this point probably means that Clay Helton's not going to be at Georgia Southern for very much longer because recruiting in the state, it's still going to run through Georgia first, and Georgia Tech's going to have a pretty good share, especially with, I think, the progress they've made with Key and Buster Faulkner. And right after that, if you're not good enough to go to one of those two places, Del McGee's job is to keep you in the state and get you to Georgia State and Atlanta and build up that program. And I kind of am looking into the future here, Mickey, that if Dell does what I think he can do at Georgia State – and Hugh Freeze gets a slow start with Auburn here, you know, last year, this year, maybe next year. I, I think he'd be primed to go to his alma mater and be the head coach at Auburn if, if that coaching search happens in the next couple of years. Um, one day, maybe the head coach at Georgia? 
10 years down the road? Potentially. I mean, if it's one of those deals that this job is just one of those that becomes a little more transient, that you don't have people that coach for 20, 25 years, Kirby Smart's not going to leave this for another job. Right. If he leaves it, it's going to be just to not do the job. Right, right. Um, and, and we all know that a former Auburn guy's been successful in Athens in the past. So, who yeah. knows? I always love that, that Pat Dow is a Georgia guy coaching Auburn and, and Vince Dill is an Auburn guy coaching at Georgia. I always thought that was great through all that. Hey, I should mention, too, Josh Crawford, the new running backs coach yeah. that came from, from Georgia Tech. Uh, from Georgia Tech. And before that, Western Kentucky. Funny enough, the guy that Georgia Southern hired instead of Dell McGee back then was Tyson Summers. Tyson Summers, after that, didn't work out at Georgia Southern. He was one of the off-field assistants at Georgia that goes into the career rehab program. Well, guess who coached with Josh Crawford at Western Kentucky? That'd be Tyson Summers. And Jim Donna made that connection for us last night on UGA Sports Live. And Josh Crawford, when you start looking at his resume and the high schools that he coached at in Georgia and then his ascent into college – I mean, it reminds you a little bit of maybe a Adele McGee-like coach just in terms of relationships across the state. I, I think it's a good hire. He, he's a young guy. I mean, he, he got his master's degree from Georgia in 2012. Uh, so this is a guy that is, I think he's slightly older than me. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a solid hire. It's one that Georgia needed to help in recruiting in the state. And, um, you know, we'll see if it works out. It, it's a bit of a youth movement. I mean, Coley's a bit older. But you start looking at Georgia's staff right now, and it's some younger guys there, but that's that's the way this is going to work. And the yeah. more of these guys are going to go in coming years, George is pretty lucky that I think Glenn Schumann is still there. I would imagine he'd be top of the list next year in coaching search season. So who's the next defensive coordinator? After that? Yeah. Oh, man. Because Schumann was the easy <laughs> answer, you know, for, for take, to take over. Um, who's the next one? I would think that Trey Scott getting a bump up in responsibility. I don't know if he's necessarily calling the defensive plays, which Kirby Smart has the biggest hand in that still anyway, even if Glenn Schumann is the one kind of executing it. Trey Scott's been pretty loyal to Georgia. He's one of the longest-time assistants. He's a fantastic recruiter along the defensive line, and I think he's probably a future head coach somewhere as well. So I could see him potentially getting that bump to co-DC with, with someone else that maybe is a little bit more experienced as a play caller. You know what you could have? You could have a Josh Crawford tournament in the state of Georgia well, because and, and the schools he's coached at, and have a pretty good a pretty good uh, tournament. Great Atlanta Christian, yeah. Jefferson County, Colquitt, Lee County, Valdosta. Like he could, you could have a really cool uh, four or five man tournament there for, for places. I he mean, his, his resume is pretty much the Corky Kell. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, that's one of my favorite things in the world to go down to. I used to love going down to the old Georgia Dome and uh, not eat too many Hagen Dosses. Um, through sitting through about five or six football games a day for a weekend, but that was a lot of fun uh, when they had it all in one building and all that, and and uh, how that worked out. Hey, um, you got some retreads for me? I do. I texted you these, so right. we have a Virginia. I did not have time, coach. by the way. I, I did. I saw that you sent it, but I did not do any research. Oh, well, I, I waited until late to make sure right. that you were on air and didn't have time to right. really sink into it. Now, I also sent you a photo you're going to have to scroll to of previous champions at the PGA Champions Tour event in Duluth every year. Scroll back to 2014 and watch the glory that is Miguel Angel Jimenez okay. in his championship <laughs> photo. One of, great, one of the great characters. <laughs> uh, so we have a Virginia head coach, we have a former Alabama offensive coordinator, and we have a former Georgia defensive coordinator. All right. Give me Virginia first. Mike London. Where is he? 
He's an offensive line guy. Obviously, he came from Kansas State. Uh, that was a bad hire. Um, London wasn't going to do anything there. I, I'm guessing that he's coaching offensive line somewhere, but I don't know. Lost, lost touch with him. Don't know. Mike London is the head coach at William & Mary. What? The head coach. All right, let me look this up now. After Virginia. Hold on. He coached. Oh, he's defensive line, not offensive line. I'm sorry. Defensive line. Um, Maryland, and then Howard, offensive uh, head coach, and then William & Mary. How about that? So far at William & Mary, 5-7, and 1-2, and 6-5, and 11-2, and 6-5. Eh. Mike London. Hey, keeping the job. Uh. In, in the state of Virginia, didn't know that. Mike London. All right. Bronco Mendenhall, oh, by the way, is he at New Mexico, New Mexico State? He's Bronco Mendenhall's back in it, former Virginia head Are you trying to take my job from me? No, no, no. I just wanted to point out that, that there's – Broncos got in my head coaching job. So the there's a coaching tree of former Virginia coaches. Yeah, he's at New Mexico with the Lobos. Okay. All right. Uh, How about the Georgia – what did you say Georgia was? Defensive coordinator. Yeah. Not Van Gorder, who had the great hair. Uh Uh-huh. This is another one of your favorites. Todd Grantham. Where is he? Oh, Todd Grantham is burning right now in the depths of hell right now. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry, that wasn't very nice. Um, did you did you do any Todd Grantham? Were you around with Todd Grantham at all? I was a student when Todd Grantham was at Georgia, and when he would run along Lumpkin Street, I would wave at him a few times, and he seemed very delightful then. It was a much different personality than when he got on the field because he definitely has that defensive coordinator vibe of well, the second I walk. On this sideline, I know kind of a lunatic. Let me be clear about it. He was the guy that got in fights with players on the sidelines from the opposing team, yelling at other players. He was the guy that got in fights with other teams. You know, uh, he was a guy that that among the worst things he's ever done was he split the team with Mark Richt. Like it was a defense. He blamed Rick for losses, and he had that that uh, infighting the defensive guys versus the offensive guys. He's a turd sandwich in every way, shape, or form. Like, he's just a bad dude. And the people at, at Florida knew it, and the people with the Browns and Texas knew it, and Virginia Tech people knew it. Like, he's just – he's he's the reason that – well, he went with Petrino at Louisville, if I remember right. Like, he's just a bad dude. He did. Yeah. He did. He, he was a Mullen at Mississippi State and at Florida. Then he was an analyst at Alabama for a year, which makes sense. He did coach with Nick Saban at Michigan State back in the 90s. But where is he now, Mickey? Oh, he's got to be. No one in the right mind would hire Todd Grantham to coach football anymore. No one wants to run their sons right anymore. Now. Can't be in college because no one – after a while we see, man, I don't want this guy in homes recruiting kids. Is he in high school? He's in the NFL. Well, he's got to be with the Raiders, some dirty team. No, not dirty. Raiders aren't dirty anymore. Well, he's with the New Orleans Saints. Do you classify yeah. them as a dirty team? I don't know. Dirty birds, dirty saints, dirty. I don't know. No. <laughs> it did, he's just the worst human being you can have in coaching, or one of. It doesn't take long to call roll in that class of the guys who are worse than Todd Grantham. Just a, just a bad, bad dude. So he's with the Saints, huh? He is. He is. Uh, I was just in New Orleans last weekend. Fantastic city, I love it. Great food, love the food. It's wonderful for three days. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to take you got to take a big bath and and uh, get the Clorox out and get everything off of you. And yeah. then and there's no place in America like it for for better no, or worse. No, 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 no. Um, there's there's no telling what you see. You're not shocked by anything you see there. And then who would you have? Who was the other one there? 
yeah. we have an Alabama offensive coordinator, and I'm going to make Faxon ineligible for this guess. Where is Doug Nussmeyer? Because he's not simply watching his son become the starting quarterback at LSU. What's he up to these days? He's the Nuss. He's the original Nuss bus. Mm-hmm. He was. I didn't realize he was Alabama. I know he was at Michigan. He was at Bama in 2012 and 13, and he left to go to Michigan. Then he was at Florida, Florida after that. Right. Um, Previous stops at Washington and Fresno State, Michigan State in the early 2000s. Yeah. The Ottawa Renegades in 02. Well, considered his son was the original Nuss bus. Got to be in – in uh, Louisiana somewhere. Is he with the Saints as well? I gave you a hint here. Why would Faxon be ineligible? Uh, 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 Eagles. Yeah. What, what's he do for the Eagles? Coach. Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. This is his first season. Started, I guess, this month. Yep. He's Kellen Moore's QB coach. Came with them from uh, the Chargers where he was last year and was Kellen Moore's QB coach for Dallas as well before that. So he's kind of gone where Kellen Moore has gone as OC. So... Where did um, his son was was uh, he played in in high school in Louisiana, right? Did he live with the mom or something? Because he was he not with the I Saints or what with LSU? School. Yeah, I I just know I think Garrett's going to be really good this year. Oh LSU. yeah, man! If they if they can replace a little bit of that receiver productivity, I I'm pretty high on Garrett Nussmeyer because I saw what he did in the second half of the SEC championship game against Georgia a couple of years ago when Georgia had done all this preparation for Jaden Daniels and it shut him down pretty well. Garrett came in and played. I mean, he's reckless. He'll throw some interceptions, but, man, there's some some positive Brett Favre to him where he will make some of those crazy throws down the field and Georgia wasn't ready for that. Same thing bowl game this year, right? Like when when, uh, Daniels opted out, (laughs) like Nussmeyer, the Nussbus, man, you got to take care of that. So Doug Nussmeyer's with the Eagles. I thought it would have been with the Saints through all that. Uh, the retread's good. I need to get a tire company to do the retread segment. I mean, I'm game if you are. I can add a little sponsor plug in there. Look, I'll tell you this. So, I don't know what kind of guy Mike London is, and I don't know what kind of guy uh, Doug Nussmeyer is, but I guarantee you those are the two best guys of the three we had today. Guarantee that. Let's do a roundtable, and we'll find out. I will, I will see if I can get Todd Granton to join me on your show one day. That would be great, and I'd ask him, why did you pick all those fights? What about Mark Rick didn't you like? Like, how do you not like Mark Rick? Do you know like how random that would be? If I got to grant them, it'd be like, hey, this Clemson radio show wants to, wants to talk to you. Yeah, wants to rip you. Uh, hey, ask uh, Coach Donnan his, his uh, Grantham thoughts. See what that looks okay. like. All right, tell me what's coming up, man. I'll what are do you guys that. doing? What are you guys into? Uh, we had a great show last night. Jim Donnan had talked to Kirby Smart about these uh, assistants that were just hired, and so you can kind of hear the secondhand conversation there. Then we went through all of the Georgia guys that are going through the combine process right now, get ready for people to rave about Brock Bowers in the NFL. Everyone's looking for a Travis Kelsey, and he's kind of of that breed. Of, if he's a little bit shorter, maybe a little bit faster. But as NFL teams are looking to find those, unicorn tight ends, Brock Bowers is there. So I think you're going to get a lot of praise for him this week in Indianapolis. UJ.Rivals.com. Check those good folks out. Uh, can't wait for more retreads next week, buddy. Hey, Mickey. Thanks, Paxson. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. Dane Young, UJ.Rivals.com. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Andrew Oliphant talks golf right after this. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. 
craft stove store and patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. 2024 is the year to get your finances on track. With Founders Federal Credit Union, you can manage your debt like a pro. Consolidate high interest debt with a personal loan from Founders. Debt consolidation offers several advantages like simplified payments, lower interest rates, fixed interest rates, and extended payment terms. It may even improve your credit score or help you avoid default. So simplify and possibly reduce your payments by consolidating your debt. At Founders, we have personal loans to fit your needs, whether you need a lot or a little. Plus, our loan officers will work with you on your payment terms and help you find a solution that fits your budget. So stop by one of our 40 convenient office locations or visit foundersfcu.com slash personal loans to apply for a personal loan today. That's foundersfcu.com slash personal loans to manage your debt like a pro. Relax. You're with Founders. Membership qualification required. Terms and conditions apply. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with three finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. Wearing a hat is so much more important than a fashion statement. You're making a stand for your favorite sports team, local cause, or brand. Hatflow Co. takes headwear seriously, offering only the highest quality custom and collegiate hats with patches handmade by locals in the upstate. Visit hatflowco.com to upload your custom design and get it quick with nationwide shipping and no order minimums. Or shop their collegiate collection at Harrison's Workwear in Malden or Spartanburg. Whichever way you shop, thank you for supporting a small business. If you are a loved one age 55 and older or looking for all-inclusive living, Everlon Clemson is the perfect place for you. Now offering first-floor studio apartments, including two Shepherd Pair meals per day, utilities included, your own kitchen, washer, dryer, and housekeeping services if you need them. Live independently and thrive at Everlon Clemson. Spaces are limited, so act now. Call for your free tour, 864-499-8318, or visit online at everlonliving.com. You're scared. You cannot pay your credit cards. You cannot pay your medical bills. Someone suggests to you get consolidation, combining them all in one payment. Can you really afford that? Is there something else you can do? Call me and see if bankruptcy can help you. Call me, Robert King. Together we will look for a thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson and King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Thompson and King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. Spring is coming, and with it, pollen season. Be ready to rid your ride of pollen by purchasing your Tiger Express Wash Anywhere Unlimited Fast Pass. Visit Tiger Express Wash online or any of their three locations for a pre-purchased monthly pass that can be used as often as you like at all Tiger Express wash sites in Clemson, Pendleton, and Easley. You can be ready in advance with a fast pass from Tiger Express Wash. More locations, same quality care. Is switching your wireless service to Total by Verizon easy? Totalmente. And you get unlimited 5G data? $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan? At an amazing price? With no contracts. 
Should you switch to Total by Verizon? Definitely. Uh, I mean... Totalmente. Find a store or switch suavemente at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate without a pay, plus taxes and fees. Discount begins the month after you enroll. Additional terms apply. See website for data management practices. Powered by Upcountry Fiber. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. No transfer portal here. We're here to stay. We are The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Our great friends at Landscaper Supply. You know, if you do something for 35 years, how old are you, Fax? 21. So they were in business for 14 years before you were even born. So they knew that they had necessity with, with high-quality landscaping materials and equipment needed in one place and the local franchise and quality products. It means if, you, if you're a DIY enthusiast or if you're a professional contractor, homeowner, you needed help with the project, that's why they came about, and that's why they're now in Anderson Piedmont, Easley, Greenville, Greer, Seneca, and Ace and, uh, and Simpsonville. They do a great job there at landscapers-supply.com. So, Scoop, there it is. A platform going great when it comes to all of your mulch and, and soil and stone and sand. Uh, they've got uh, all of the, the grills to 40 goo. They got still have the, the thing going on now, the promo. If you buy a gas grill from them, they get free propane for a year. Uh, locally owned and operated, which is great to know as well. Doing local business, we love that aspect of it. Customer service is one of a kind as well. The best brands, the best solutions, whether you're, again, you're a, a DIY enthusiast or you're a professional contractor, it's our great friends over at Landscaper Supply. Again, the, the, the uh, locations in Piedmont, Anderson, Greenville, Easley, Greer, Seneca, and, and, and in Simpsonville, landscaper-supply.com. To our guest lines, we're Andrew Oliphant, Director of Instruction, the Ledbetter Academy at Katichi, joins us. Good morning, Andy O. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning to you, Mickey. Um, last week, PGA Tour, we saw Jake Knapp have the Freddie Couples look to him. Um, what do you think of his golf swing, and what do you think of that unbelievable tempo? Yeah, the tempo is uh, certainly different, isn't it? When I first tuned in and watched it, uh, I thought the guy looked a little bit injured. I thought he's just hitting something <laughs> half swing, you know, and and sort of chipping it down there. And I'm like, oh, okay, and who's this? You know, who's this new player I'm looking at at the top of the leaderboard? And then you sort of discover his story a little bit, and then they put him alongside Fred Couples, and the, there's some similarities there. And you're like, okay, you know, and it's one of those swings where I guess he just generates a lot of power and. Looks like he's going at it half pace. You know, it's uh, quite unique, but, you know, he got it done. It was a, a good victory. Um, not to take anything away from a PGA Tour winner, I do think that that event, looking at the leaderboard, that, uh, you know, the PGA Tour need to up their game a little bit, you know, get get something for the fan and the viewer a little bit more excited about watching the PGA Tour. And, and again, not to take anything away from these players, but uh, we, need, we need a little recharge of the batteries when it comes to, to PGA Tour at the moment. So I want to ask you, there was, um, I'm trying to think who it was just a few short years ago. The, she was on the LPGA Tour, 
and her tempo was that way. Was it MB Park? Maybe there's somebody there that like their tempo's unbelievable. Like they don't look like they're swinging at it at all, but yet the ball does go. Um, was it was it MB? Who was it on the LPGA tour? Do you remember? It's about two years ago, three years ago. Number one player in the world three or four years ago. Might have been MB. Anyway, how do you create any kind of speed with that kind of tempo? Good question. Uh, that, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? How how do the you know it's a fast twitch at the at the bottom of your swing? Uh, you know that the the buzzword right now would be to use ground reaction forces. How much weight you're pushing into the ground, and you know players say, "Well, I want to hit it further." You know what do I do? And your your re- immediate response might be do do it more. You know, push into the ground more. So the more you can push down the more that ground pushes back and in essence gives you the club head speed at the bottom of your swing. And, you know, at the end of the day, they also have to square up that club face. They've got to hit it on the button and you add in track man, you add in the, the correct loft for the player, the correct spin rate. You introduce the golf ball, make sure that everything's correct for them. That's how they maximize distance. So it may look, you know, like that slower tempo. We talked about Hideki Matsuyama last week. I mean, a big, strong guy pounds it out there. Got that little pause at the top of the swing. But they get it done. You know, I mean, the the, the important bit is that the speed is down there where the golf ball is, and they're hitting it right on the button. It is MB Park. I looked it up. Just looked at it. And, and while you're talking, I'm looking at her, her tempo and her swing, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, man. That is silky smooth through all of that. Um, we, we saw – did you watch any of the match? I saw um, uh, Rosang and and Lexi Thompson and, and uh, Roy McElroy, and, and uh, I thought it was a, a pretty interesting nighttime golf down in Florida. Did you get a chance to watch any of that? I saw the chip off. How's that? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. – uh, I was doing something, and then all well, the match is on and uh, tuned in, and I think I caught the last 10 minutes of everything, you know, so it was uh, – I saw Rory picked up a big check, and um, other than that, and then I saw a couple of little things where you know, Rory fell in the sand trap and looked like he had an awkward lie, um, you know, playing an approach shot. But, uh, you know, again, you know, they've got some – players there that we want to see, want to watch. But it's, for the viewers, sometimes a little bit tricky watching four players. There's no in-between time, you know, it's a commercial breaks or interviews and so on. So, uh, you know, some people like it. There's change on the way. And um, say for me, I, I, caught, I caught the chip off and, and I used to tease a, a pro down in Florida there when I was working down there. He was a good, good player. And they'd played an event, and uh, to decide who the winner was was a chip-off. And he's like, a chip-off? What, what is this? You know, and, <laughs> and so I was kind of laughing at myself yeah. and thinking that, you know, they're, they're having a chip-off to, to determine who won the event. Some good moves in there. What do you think about Lexi Thompson's move, though? That's interesting, right? It's different. Very different. Always been powerful, always been strong. Uh, the, you know, the, the grip being the way it is and, and the way she dips and moves her, her body through the golf ball. Um, you know, she's been around a long, long time now, mm-hmm. you know, from junior straight into the pro ranks. And, you know, she she is a great player. She's probably tarnished her game a little bit by missing those short, important putts, you know, that uh, that she has in her career. 
And you know, if there, again, if there was a why, we'd we'd all be sitting here as as millionaires and coaches that I'm sure can look at it and analyze and overanalyze and almost create too many ingredients where it gets worse. So for her, she just needs to you know keep doing what she's doing and. Um, yeah, I'm sure she'll get it figured out, but it it is a very unique move when it comes to hitting the golf ball. But she's she's strong, powerful, hits it out there, and uh, one of the best players on the LPGA Tour for sure. All right, Florida golf means Bermuda means chipping might be a little more difficult into the green. Um, on 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 that, what we'll see a little bit is that is that a huge short game would be a big factor for the Florida swing the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's down there at PGA National, um, you know, iconic finish hole. And, um, you know, we've seen some good winners there. Uh, Mason Kirk, you know, won there last year, um, you know, one of his victories. So I'm sure he'll be going back there. That Mason Kirk, that, that's my Callaway, that's his brother, right? You know, so there's Mason Kirk. I'll give him a shout out if he's listening. Chris Kirk, that's Chris the brother. Kirk, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the PGA Tour winner. Um, <laughs> You know, incredible short game. We talk about tempo again, you know, you know, beautiful tempo. So, yeah, you get down there on that Florida sticky stuff, it's, it's not an easy place to, to, uh, to play golf down there. And, you know, if we, uh, we've seen some, some crazy finishes on that golf course. I remember a few years ago when we were talking, Sepp Stracker, I think, won the event, and that weather turned in on the very last hole, and almost the last hole determined the winner. So, uh, your guys... Guys will play well down there. You know, I'm, it's almost an exciting time for me to start watching golf because I'm a little bit more familiar with the golf courses and the weather and so on. So, you know, in the big build-up for for a month or so's time, when we're looking forward to the Masters, we've got another gimmick on the on the Live Tour. Uh, this time, Anthony Kim. Twelve years since we've seen him. I mean, there's no way, right? Like, there's no way he can play well <laughs> after twelve year hiatus. Uh, I mean, never say. I mean, the incredible talent. Twelve years ago, I've seen him swinging it on the television. There, he looks like. I mean, he's always swung it great. You know, he's got a little bit of a flatter move. You know, the left arm gets across the chest at the top. Uh, you know, considered almost a little bit one plane-ish, but incredible talent. I mean, um, you know, disappeared under a rock, and uh, you know, it's, they they live. For one thing, they've brought some of the characters of the game together, and he's certainly that. And you know, they're doing everything they can. I was looking this morning to see they've got some TV uh, partnership deals, so we, we may see that pop up. But um, you know, they're gaining a little bit of traction there with these these characters of the game. That you know, the villains of the game, the Bryson, the Brooks Kepka, you know, getting those two fighting at tour events and so on and um you know the john rams and and sergio creating a little bit of a stir how he wants to play in the Ryder cup again and you know willing to pay his fines etc so you know very vocal very let's say characters and to your point is uh, you know what's what's anthony kim got to lose you know almost nothing if he goes out there and shoots 80 and the following day shoots 60 with oh he's rusty he hasn't played for 12 years He's still got it. We'll have to wait and see. I want to give you some credit. We'll do this next week if we can because uh, you, you analyzed a video of mine and it went back to something that um, I went back and looked at old notes. On April the 10th of 2014, I spent the day with David Ledbetter and he was talking about my left foot 
I sent you a video on, or you saw a video of mine on February the 20th of 2024, almost 10 years later, and you're talking about my left foot and my left leg through all that. And I'm like, well, there you go, the great ones. Tell me about Andrew Oliphant. Creature habit. Yes. Well, I mean, what it says is I'm, I'm boneheaded because I'm still doing the wrong stuff 10 years later. Uh, tell me about how people can get in touch with, with the great instruction, what you guys are doing. Uh, I know a very busy time of year for you. Yeah, and we're, we're going through a, a rebranding over here. We're going to be known as Katichi Ranch, so we, we're under new ownership. And, um, you know, they've got a great vision to improve the facility and golf course. So we're sort of getting into into season with that. Um, so there's been a, some changes out here. Golf course is in great shape. You know, the greens are awesome. And, the, you know, the, uh, the best way of getting in touch with me is through email, Andrew at Katichi.com. Or just have lunch with me and Andrew today. Can't wait. Yeah. We're going to break bread together. Uh, the place we're going, by the way, does not have uh, shepherd's pie, does not have fish and chips. Just want you know. So it's more American food, which you've been we'll, in America. We'll find so. something. <laughs> I can't wait, buddy. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to be with you next Wednesday on the show. Always look forward to it. Catch up with you later today. Thanks, Mickey. Andrew Oliphant, Andrew at Katichi.com. We'll take a short break. We'll come back when we do. Facts and Children's now will wrap up. Had talked a whole lot of Clemson baseball. Uh, the basketball stuff from last night. Got a big softball game today. Got a lot to do in the final segment, including your phone calls and a few texts right after this. This Saturday, the Clemson Tigers are headed up to South Bend, Indiana to take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. As the month of March begins, the Tigers look to create momentum with a win on the road. Broadcast begins with pregame starting at 7.15. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company in affiliates North Park, Illinois. Checking in with my good friend Morgan Coleman, trusted real estate professional in the upstate. Okay, Morgan, since you've been on the air with us, the real estate market has changed a lot, uh, especially over the past six months or so. So tell me, what does the current real estate landscape look like right now? The current market is back to a neutral market. During the height of COVID, we were heavily in a seller's market with about two months worth of active inventory on the market. Now that pendulum has swung back towards a neutral market, closer towards that six months worth of active inventory. We still have not fully caught up with the active inventory, but buyers have some negotiating power and it is crucially important for sellers to get their home show ready and to be priced accordingly to the current market, not 18 months ago. Thanks, Morgan. That's Morgan Coleman of Joan Herlong & Associates, Sotheby's International Realty. To get in touch, give her a call at 864-313-7639. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. What makes tree care in the upstate different than other parts of the country? In Greenville, Anderson, Easley area, we have a lot of bugs and disease. We have a long growing season, so there's lots of opportunity for bugs to attack our trees and shrubs and, and different cycles for different bugs. 
but we're seeing really good results with keeping up with the programs to take care of our trees and shrubs. Leave it to Schneider Tree Care. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semiglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results. Make men men again. LowCountryMail.com Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Are you a victim of the Timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation expert. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. We've helped over 30,000 families out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. If your timeshare agreement goes on forever, if you were told timeshares are a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, you have questions, we have the answers. At Wesley Financial Group, we're dedicated to helping timeshare owners get out of their financial nightmare. All you need to do is give my office a call. I will send you a timeshare exit information kit absolutely free, explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Call now for your free timeshare exit information kit. 800-335-2299. That's 800-335-2299. 800-335-2299. The college football games may have ended, but the offseason is just getting started, and we have you covered all year long. These fans need to calm down. The big game hype is real. I can't wait. They really need to produce for their fans. The Roar, where every day is game day. To see you later, gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun and change in the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shark. Welcome back. Final segment of the show. Patterson Tax Service, P-A-T-T-X.com, PatTax.com. I'm going to tell you right now, ask about the energy tax credit this year. That's a, a big, huge deal. That's a much bigger deal now than it was uh, over $3,000 now. So what you can you can use energy tax credit. If you bought new exterior doors or maybe add an insulation to your home or maybe a new hot water heater, maybe a new new furnace or, maybe, or a heat pump, hey, you can make your home more efficient. You can save money. It's a great friends. Patterson Tax Service, P-A-T. TAX.com. Ask about that. Get your taxes done. Get it done right. Keep sending me your text because I, I get love getting those every single day. We get a text uh, text message about tax service and a great service over there at Patterson Tax Service. Um, we're inside of our Upcountry Fiber Studios. Nice to see that. You can get in touch with those good folks as well at UpcountryFiber.com for a stronger connection, high-speed internet, the very best in the business. Love the fact that oh, right here, look at the wall right now. We're, this is the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Get it in Greenville, Anderson, Pickens, Oconee, Spartanburg counties. Our great friends at Upcountry Fiber. Um, several things in the final segment. Faxon texture says JR in Greenville on our Adams Go Review text line six five four roar. Kirby doesn't seem like he learned anything from what Dabo went through the last few years. The beginning of the end of Georgia's potential dynasties when he named Bobo the offensive coordinator. I thought they did okay on offense this year. If you have great players, play calls are easy. I don't think this is the beginning of the end. I think Kirby's going to be around and Georgia's going to be around for quite some time. But I will say this. 
every time you make a hire, every position, you got a chance for a disaster. And we've seen it at Florida State. There's a reason why Florida State fell. Tennessee fell. Ohio State fell. Michigan fell. Everybody's failed at some point in time because it's hard to do every time you have it. It's a, a big deal for sure. Um, Texter asked, this is an interesting question that I don't know. Will Cam Canarella play center field again this year? If it is a torn labrum, no. If it is a if, if it's just a shoulder injury trying to, to rest and all that, then yes. So what we don't know is the the issue there and just how serious that, that shoulder is. Backage somebody asked me said asked Backage on the air about Cam's shoulder and we did, but the thing about Eric Backage is he's not gonna make excuses on the air, so even a good player's Canarella is gonna not really know, and I'm not sure they know right now. I think they're, they're second and third opinion kind of a thing right now and seeing where, the, where that is. Texture 1272 says, Mickey, how concerned are you about the pitching staff right now? I'd say the concern meter is going pretty high right now um, because, I mean, that was a good start yesterday for Barlow, but they didn't give up five hits. He did have five strikeouts for, uh, for Gordon, I should say. Um, and then Allen did not look very good yesterday. I like what I saw from Clayton – Darden and uh, Lagernick. But Barlow's couple of outings. Now, uh, look, I like what I saw. You, had, you did Tristan Smith's game, didn't you, Faxon? I did, and he was very impressive. I thought he got ground ball outs. Yeah, he, he, he pitched very well, and the defense was very suspect on right, Saturday. Right, That was his, his biggest deal. Uh, and now Aiden Canuck in that second outing. The first outing was pretty good. That second outing was fantastic. I like – and get your thoughts on this, though. I like Darden an awful lot. Um, I think there's a big chance for Milstead in that sidearm deal. Marshall looks like a guy's going to get a bigger role, I think, in the future. Certainly, Gordon, Gordon's role is going to increase. Clayton's going to be better than he has been so far. I'm concerned about Hughes' velocity uh, because it's not up there to where it was. So, there, yeah, there's some concerns in there. On the other side of it, Man, this team is going to score a bunch of runs. 69 runs in eight games so far. So, um, you know, seven to five wins. I think you see maybe more of those. What's your concern for the pitching staff at Clemson so far? Uh, you know, pitching staff's just been pretty inconsistent, and we're talking off the air a little bit prior to the show, and I think we're on the same page, even though it might be a little bit controversial. I kind of want to see what Ethan Darden's got as a starter potentially headed forward. I mean, he's been very impressive to me in the couple of outings he's got in long relief out of the bullpen. Uh, most recently against Upstate, obviously, three innings pitched, only gave up one hit, struck out four, was getting a ton of swings and misses. So I'm, I'm starting to wonder if Darden's going to get a crack at a potential weekend start in the coming weekends. Yeah. You know, interesting – uh, too early to tell. This weekend's a big deal. I, it just doesn't it feel like to you, or does it feel like this way to you? Um, I think it's gonna be a high scoring weekend. Now, weather is going to be a factor. I'm getting that in a second. Uh, Texture did say that, that people forget Darden was a Friday night guy in the ACC last year. Yeah, I, I think either Darden as a starter or Darden maybe as a closer. Because if Hughes is not that guy, I'm not sure you have a true closer. Of course, starting pitch is more important than closing pitching. People might not uh, might not believe that, but uh, yeah, for sure, I think we can can certainly see that. Um, Texture said this is from fifty six forty nine. Georgia averaged forty points a game last year. Bobo isn't the problem. Lazy narrative from our fan base and others. Yeah, the, the offense was not an issue last year. And I, Mike Bobo is a good play caller with good players. With bad players, he's not. Of course, I'm not sure God made a bunch of. Uh, coaches that can call great plays with bad players. 
don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, 654 Roar. Um, texture on our Adams & Co. roofing text line. Um, says you know, Talking about the idea when I, I gave you the, the stats about uh, one seeds, two seeds, three seeds. He goes, you mean to tell me that better teams win more? Well, yeah, but that's why they're seated that way. That's not a whole lot there. Texture says the reason like Lenardi is because they shove Lenardi down our throat starting in December. It is ridiculous. If you notice on this show, we talk very little uh, bracketology in November, December, January, and, and even the first two weeks of February <coughs> where we started ramping it up here. And especially on Wednesdays with with the facts, as big a basketball as guys you are, we didn't talk net ratings a whole lot in until the last two weeks. That now is where it's important, and because of now I think if you go back and look at past national champions, there's occasionally a team that stumbles down the stretch that goes on to do great things in the Final Four and all that. But for the most part, these these teams that have these potentials, and there's a fine line between some of these ones and twos, or twos and threes, or threes and fours, fours and fives, but it's the teams that really start playing well now. And that's why tonight's like Auburn Tennessee game. And that's mega big game. What does, you know, does we saw UConn uh, stumble a few weeks ago? Uh, what does that look like moving forward? Can Arizona get back on track? Was, that, was Arizona's loss the other day to Washington State, was that a was starting a trend or was that just a fluke? You know, where is Kansas last night at that loss? Was that starting a trend? Kansas hadn't played well on the road, but they lost at home last night. Was that a trend or a fluke? Marquette, do they have a just a UConn problem? Or is Marquette, if they don't have to face UConn, are they as good as anybody else out there? There's a lot in there. I mean, Purdue, um, you know, can they finish strong in that Big Ten tournament? I think that if you see teams play well, not necessarily in the conference tournaments, but the last couple weeks of the regular season, the confidence grows, the chemistry grows, the injury factors. Uh, you mentioned uh, – who did you mention a while ago had some injuries? Um, Kansas has got some Kansas, major injuries yeah. right now. McCullough is a 20-point-per-game scorer, the yeah. leading scorer, and he hasn't been playing. He's hurt. right. Right. So, I mean, a lot of that's in there. And then uh, those threes and fours, the Auburns and the Creightons, who've had mega wins in the last couple of weeks, but some inconsistencies through some of that. Can they take that next step? I mentioned Auburn a few weeks ago, and I like Auburn a lot. I think Auburn's a team who can who can make some noise. Let me give you one more on that list. I'm not discouraged. Marquette ran into an absolute ambush at UConn a few weeks ago. Going into that, Marquette had won four, five, six, seven. They won eight in a row, and then since that ambush – they destroyed uh, DePaul. That's no big surprise. And then they beat Xavier by 24. And Xavier's not not very good. I'm not saying that. But they didn't they didn't hang their heads. They didn't trip on their bottom lips. Now they've got uh, – we'll find out about Marquette. Ask me about Marquette next Wednesday because they've got Creighton this weekend. And then they've got UConn at home on the 6th of, of, uh, of March. So – let me let me find out about how Marquette rebounds from that destroying the the um, ambush they had at, at UConn. I would be surprised. First, <clears throat> let me ask you. This sounds crazy, Faxon. What's tougher for for Marquette right now? At Creighton, who plays great at home, or UConn at home? At Creighton, yeah. Regular season games are always tougher on the road. Obviously, UConn's a lot better of a team than Creighton is, regardless of what the head to head result from a couple weeks ago said. 
but the the harder game is going on the road in the Big East and playing at Creighton. All right, we we mentioned a lot of teams. Marquette is not very good in the net right now, and the reason is is they got one quad two loss, but they're only six and five in the quad ones, and so they're not they're not like they're twelfth. The twelfth, yeah, they're twelfth in the in the net rating right now. But <clears throat> take care of Creighton, take care of 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 um, UConn. They could play their way on a two line. They're not. They can't be a one. I don't know unless they win their conference tournament, maybe. So a lot, lot at stake is the point through all of that. Brad Hughes, my Allstate agent. I'm a good hands with Brad Hughes. Good hands at Allstate. I call him at 292 I can email him at bradhughes.allstate.com. You can touch him at bradhughesinsurance.com. Better coverage, better rates. Thanks to my great friend Brad Hughes at Allstate.com. Uh, uh, MileWise is still doing an unbelievable job. You can get uh, MileWise and, and, and make sure that, that MileWise works for you. And then the other side of it is that uh, you're talking about the homeowners part of it. And homeowners are saving a lot of money right now. It is my great friends, Brad Hughes at Allstate.com. Texter from the 478 said, lots of Georgia fans are mad that Coley hired because he struggles off its coordinator. He's a wide receiver coach, dummies, according to the, the texture said that, yeah, uh, Coley is going to be a great wide receiver coach. You know why? Because he's going to have great wide receivers at Georgia. And he was not a great offensive coordinator at Georgia back in the day. And part of that was Georgia wasn't as talented on the offense at that point in time when he, when he did take over. It wasn't a great stint. I give you that for sure. Um, skip the music, buddy. Two-minute drill. What do you have for me? Uh, Two-minute drill. Big game tonight on the SEC Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Texas A&M up to five-and-a-half-point favorites at home over the visiting number 18. South Carolina Gamecocks, big game for both teams. Texas A&M's got to win to stay in the tourney conversation. South Carolina needs to win to avoid falling and seeding down the stretch. That's a big one. What's your broadcast uh, schedule at like? Broadcast schedule is actually pretty clear for the next couple uh, couple days, couple weeks, but then a bunch of Furman softball ramping up uh, down the stretch in April and May. And then you got uh, – when's spring break? Is that next week or the following week? Spring following break's following week. I'm also uh, with women's basketball for the ACC tournament up in Greensboro this next yeah, week. Yeah, man. So you get to some facts and children for sure. Uh, so we look forward to that, no doubt about it. Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com for all the real estate needs. Eric Newton.com, get in touch with him. He can help you out. Anything you're looking for in the upstate of South Carolina, Eric Newton.com can do that. I do have some great news for you right now. That Tiger Station right now live with the Tigers. One of Clemson football's own Tyler Davis lives over at Tiger Station, and he loves it. So the convenient, quiet community. Now, that, that means something to me. Near campus, contact Tiger Properties for more information. It's Tiger Station. Uh, get tiger-properties.com uh, or, or Tiger Properties and uh, ericnewton.com to, to ask about that. So students have a place to live. Tiger Station. My uh, my mom was with me the other day. We're riding around town, and she said, those look brand new. I went, actually, they're, they're a few years old, but they do look nice now. So go around and see our good folks over at, uh, at Tiger Station. My uh, two-minute drill is uh, great job, Will Taylor, yesterday. And maybe at the right time, heading into the weekend series, if Cam Canarella is hurt and doesn't play, uh, Taylor down in the six-hole rather than the two-hole, uh, what the rest of the lineup looks like in, in table setting right now, he was obviously struggling until last night. Three home runs, great to see it, great kid, and hopefully the confidence continues and is a good weekend series against South Carolina. So great stuff there. Let me thank uh, Andrew Oliphant from over at uh, Katichi and thank Dane Young, UJet at Rivals.com. Facts, a great job once again. Good stuff. Next week we'll have a much clearer picture because of basketball and what all that looks like. Up next, two of my favorite people, John and Brad. Friends, have a wonderful Wednesday. Most importantly, tune in tomorrow. That's We'll see you right here on the radio.
WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar.